Welcome to Tony Steak Podcast. What a time to be alive. This is Tony's Take Podcast. This is entertainment. Welcome to it. This is episode 70, by the way. And if you're just tuning in, make sure you check out that sports podcast. That'll be in your feed as well. And make sure you hit that subscribe button. Tell your friends. It helps us out. As always, I am Sean, and joined with me, we've got Off-Road Andy. That is true, and that's all we got. Yeah, we had uh, Wrecking Ball, and we had Tony, but they uh, they had scheduling conflicts. They're doing a uh, little meet and greet at a brewery for us, so we are holding down the fort by ourselves. Yeah, that uh, positive PR, we can't Exactly, can't you can't be, be mad at it. Uh, this is just, again, a scheduling conflict, but we are, we are the main pieces of the puzzle for entertainment. Joe comes in there with some wild card antics and uh sometimes that's good sometimes it's distracting but uh what do you say we just jump right in yeah okay what, well what do we got first let's start things out with a little deflate gate deflate gate andy you ready for that tom brady no but i'm calling it deflate gate at least so mia khalifa you familiar with her off-road yes i know she is at this oh. point oh okay so I, ju- I just found out about her uh mo- moments ago sure uh, so, viewers or listeners at home, if you are not familiar, she was most famous for doing some adult videos. Uh, she is a Middle Eastern gal uh, with very, very large fake breasts. She no longer does those videos. Uh, she actually is a, she's a very big sports fan. She, I think she has a column. Yeah. She retired from that, but she's now into sports. And So, she was at a Capitals game. Now you might be wondering, well, that's over. This was back in playoff time. And somehow, some way, a puck going what I'm reading is 80 miles an hour hit her bosom, one of them, and ruptured an implant. It popped her boob, Andy. I didn't know it's possible. Uh, I didn't either. Well, I mean, it's not filled with air, so it's not. It's not gonna pop like a balloon and pop. Yeah, but I don't know. I guess it's just one of those things. It's going fast enough. I know they always talk about CCs when they're doing this shit. Yes, they do. Doing I was just- this shit. <laughs> I always just think of like Mario Kart though. Oh yeah. Like fifty CC was like the low level. So Yeah, she got the high level. I believe it stands for cubic centimeters, so I'm talking about volume, I believe. Probably. So yeah. I what's what is it what fills the volume? Uh, silicone, I believe. Okay. Yeah. Not air. Not air. No, not it's air. not water or anything like that. Um I mean anything can pop so or it's like break, popping a water balloon. Not as bad. And yeah. I'm yeah. sure there's no leaking. Yeah, it's not oozing down her like a water <laughs> would. Uh, but, yeah, so it, it happened, it, and I guess she didn't tell anyone until like a, a couple days ago that she's going to have to have surgery here in the next couple of months and get it repaired, get, it, I guess, a new one in there. Um, I'm Full disclosure, folks, We uh, I showed Andy one of her videos just so we could yeah. see the before. Well, I guess the middle, because the before, they would probably not be that big. Um you can't really tell on her Instagram though. I don't know if there's a video, and I hate I hate YouTube. You try and you go on there and you search Mia Khalifa puck hits uh, breast, and there's a million videos as always. But there is a new thing I'm noticing with most of these things that you want to see. They're just pictures of that incident with words. All of them are the exact same. It pisses me off. Come on, YouTube, stop stop the trolls. Who does that benefit? 
Yeah, there's no there's no regulation on that. People just want their their views, their clicks. Their yeah, and I shit. hate that shit. I don't want to be duped. I want to watch the real thing. And it was a sporting game, and they're following the puck. The puck somehow went over the fence, going 80 miles an hour allegedly, and popped her boob. That's gonna be on TV. Yeah, and what like what are the odds? You know, one in a million just, shot. I don't understand how that could happen. Uh, we should have like a an investigation. It's in D.C. Why don't get Robert Mueller on the? Yeah, have some sort of put him on the case. Yeah. Uh, Special investigation. I just thought that was pretty bizarre and uh, worth talking about. Um, kind of crazy. Uh, look up the story. It's maybe. I mean, if you yeah. guys find that video, send it to us. Probably be like a tweet it. Like a fake on, version of it in Law and Order someday. Yeah. What happened here? And who's gonna pay for that yeah. noob implant? Forty-five hundred dollars. Um, but that's a fun way to get things started, I'm right? Surprised it took this long to get it fixed, though. Like. If a puck hit my hand and took it off, I would get a, a new hand. Okay, well, I think you need your hand a lot more than you need your boob. Yeah, I guess. But still, like, what was stopping her? She, like, had to shop around, get the right deal. Maybe it's very expensive. Yeah, maybe you have to wait is, for it fully deflate before you can take it out. I don't think it's air. Uh, but Who knows? Maybe think about, like, a bullet. You have to go in there in multiple spots and get it. Maybe this thing's yeah. shattered, and it's uh, you got to dig it out. Can they use magnets or something? I don't think silicone does magnets. But, <laughs> I don't know. Um, yeah, maybe more details will emerge, or maybe we'll forget all about this. Um, or like, it'll be on the E-Network someday. It's a reality program. Like I said, program. maybe we'll forget all about this. Who watches the E-Network? Do you? I don't know, have, I don't know how you get to the E-Network these days. Uh, I will say this. My sister had, on uh, like a month ago, on the E-Network, uh, botched something or other. There you go. It, it's just about surgeries yeah. that get botched. And it's kind of fascinating because people are so just nervous and sad and uncomfortable with themselves, so they're always going under the knife uh, when they have the money or they live in Hollywood. And I'm flipping by, or was at my sister's house, was one or the other. This guy looked like Barbie Ken. Like he had oh, yeah. I, was, I think I've seen that guy. Ridiculous. I like he the couldn't, e He couldn't use his nose, and they're like, if you have another surgery in the next six months on your nose, you're going to lose it. Like, what the I hell is that? that? Uh, Do you remember back in the day the E-Network would show... E-True Hollywood uh, Stories? No, just a show that was movie trailers. No? Yeah, I would watch that. What was it called? I I think it was just called like, Coming Soon or something. No, and they would literally just show movie trailers, and I would watch it because there was no YouTube back That was then. the only way to... See, you, the only way to see trailers was get lucky on a mo uh, show, on a commercial... But the or ones go that, to the theater. The ones that they show in commercials, like between shows, are not the full 30 trailers. 30 seconds, yeah. yeah. So I want you to, to watch the full trailers you see in a movie theater. You need to go to the E-Network. Oh, good to know. Yeah. I'm going to TiVo that. Yeah. Um, all right, but let's let's move on from, from boobs, even though they are pretty awesome. Uh, Monopoly games. How do, what, what do you know about them? You play them? Uh, I like the classic, your Marvin's Gardens we talked about. Yeah, Marvin's Gardens. Uh, your Park Place. Park Place. Baltic Avenue. Boardwalk. That's my favorite. Uh, you ever play the Monopoly one at uh, McDonald's? Oh, yeah. I won $15 when I was 10 years old once. Ooh, stop Greatest traffic. thrill of my life. Okay, well, you didn't do as well as Jerome Jacobson, the ex-cop. You've heard this story? I believe I have. All right, well, let's tell the, uh, the listener at home in case they haven't. This happened... I think the news on this broke a while ago, but it's back in the news. Um, this starts back in 1989. This is an ex-cop. Well, I was not even alive probably None of then. us were in this room. Because I was alive in 89, but just at the end of the year, so. Yeah. Probably Most not likely because it's when they do Monopoly, which when I do don't they do know. do it? I think it's around now, oh, which yeah. is why this story's on. 
I'll stop by McDonald's today. See. There you go. Go get a McRib and a Monopoly piece. But anyway, he worked uh, private security, and he was, I guess, tasked with taking the the winning tickets and placing them on packages in the warehouses uh, that were then going to go off to whatever McDonald's places around the, the country or the world or however the hell it works. Um, kind of similar to like the how the accounting people handle the Oscars and whatnot. Like yeah. McDonald's people don't do it. Um, and so, and I'm reading this whole thing earlier today. He uh, was pretty large scale. It's just, they said more than $24 million in cash and prizes between 89 and 2001 uh, were obtained between him, family, friends. I'm talking this. Yeah, wasn't he giving them to other people so that he wouldn't get caught? Exactly. So think about like uh, the rat holes in uh, Wolf of Wall Street. It was exactly like that. And uh, this thing goes pretty heavy duty. There's mobsters, psychics, strip club owners, convicts, drug traffickers, even a family of Mormons, which I don't know why wow. they point that out. Because uh, you would expect better. The Romneys, god damn. Well, I don't know. That was almost was, president. I don't, I don't know if it was I just his, his family him. or not. But uh, yeah, he uh, he just wanted to do one, and he gifted it to his brother-in-law, and just to see if he could do it. In quotes, he gifted it to his brother-in-law, a winning game piece worth twenty-five grand uh, in in '89. Was that the greens? Which one is that? I, I don't know which ones are worth what. The oranges. But, uh, he did find out that they told him. Don't send the big ones to Canada. Keep it in the family in the United States. <laughs> and so after that, he's like, I'm doing it. And uh, it just blew up from there. Um, and he would never have gotten caught. He, I guess an anonymous tip in 2001 is uh, what happened. And then the reason no one ever really heard about this, the trial started the day before 9-11. Wow. You're darn right. Um, at the end of it, he had to serve three years. And pay back $12.5 million. Uh, pretty nuts. He now just, like, lives, and he's 76 years old, lives in Georgia. Uh, I thought that was nuts. This, how has this not been turned into a movie? I'm sure it has yeah. in many forms, but just I like these kind of little deals where you're, yeah, like, you're going like to be like on Matt his Damon side, and then it, exactly it. The Rock is going to be the FBI guy yeah. who's hunting him down. Uh, I thought it was interesting. I remember playing this with my dad. We were like, hey, that Monopoly game is in. I wouldn't usually say, let's go here, but you want to go to McDonald's? like, yeah, because you're a kid. Um, I was thinking about it today. Short of having breakfast like at an early morning we have to drive, I haven't had McDonald's in years. I got um, some sort of ice cream there okay, maybe six months ago. Okay, but just an ice ago. cream, I wouldn't count that. Yeah, but like as far as like getting like a burger or something, I don't think I would ever do that. Not yeah. even chicken nuggets. Mm. Yeah, I, I don't remember the last time I had it. I don't eat a lot of fast food though, but this I, story. But I do, and I still don't go to McDonald's. So. Yeah, this story was just too awesome. Just it had everything. What's with had... these cheaters though? Just ruins the integrity of the game. Who gives so. a shit? I always remember you always get one of the blues, and you'd be like, "Fuck yeah, yeah I you, gotta get into this." Yeah, and like, you'd never okay, find the other one. You're like got a one quarter chance of actually getting the first blue, but the other one is always. Like, that's the one in four billion. Yeah, I, I saw a stat. I thought it was like one in 250 million of winning whatever the hell it was. Um, so. But yeah, they had those instant wins, and I won $15 one time. I was like, oh my God, this is incredible. Yeah, that's a pretty big deal. Yeah. Um, but those were the main stories uh, I had for this week. Now, listeners at home, you might be 
wondering, first off, let's just apologize for basically Joe for last week. He was holding his mic the entire time on that sports pod, which is why it sounds pretty distorted and staticky. Um, and then we didn't even have an entertainment show. We like, and on, on the sports one, we pointed out we didn't have internet last week. And so everything was just kind of fucked. And, uh, somehow the entertainment podcast got lost. It was an offering to the podcast podcast gods. Exactly. The is the file is there, but all the audio is gone. I don't know. I'm not Steve Jobs. I neither was Steve Jobs. Wow. Um so I think we're just going to recap and kind of go over what we had on that pod cuz it was quite good. We covered a lot of things. We covered some allegations in Hollywood. We covered some more allegations of risky shows. Let's start with them allegations of people. Hmm? What do you think, Andy? Lead us about, off. Talking about James Gunn. Les Moonves, Hardwick. Well, those are news stories. Well, why are they in the Lost Pod? They're not. <laughs> okay, well, <laughs> spoiler. And let's go with... <laughs> that's a spoiler and a teaser. Let's go with James Gunn. Yeah, James Gunn, uh, Hollywood film director of such films as... Slither and Super and the Guardians of the Galaxy series. That's what he's really known for. Uh, he got fired, I believe it was almost two weeks ago now, uh, after some old tweets resurfaced with uh, some, some real real weird shit in there, a lot of really dark humor. Um, but that's, like, what he came from. That's the kind of movie he's made before he made movies anyone ever heard of. Um, made so some weird shit. So some people went and did this to to get back at him because they had like a political disagreement, and Disney took the bait and fired him. And I mean, they they felt they had to because there was some of the jokes involved like child rape stuff like that. Really, really dark subjects. But clearly, clearly the guys are joking because you would not talk about that on Twitter if you actually were involved in that. I would think. Probably, um, but maybe it's that kind of thing where you do all your crimes closest to the police station. Yeah, I just don't think so in this case. Um, and I don't think uh, the people he works with think so because there's now an update to the story. Oh, I agree with that, but I'm just saying maybe yeah. someone tried that. That um, uh, the entire cast, not the entire cast, but most of the, the cast of the Guardians of the Galaxy, uh, they wrote a letter and they all signed it and sent it to Disney saying they disagree with this decision to get rid of them, that I feel like Disney was, was duped, that they were pressured by just a group of bad actors into making this uh, quick decision to get rid of them. And that they didn't really think it's through. And the sad thing is, this, this doesn't mean anything. Disney cannot back down at this point. I think yeah. it'd be too embarrassing. And but it's nice that for him to know that people support him. One thing I hate, and I've I've said many times, I hate Twitter. If something bad happens on Twitter and no one notices it, does it actually happen? And if something bad happens on Twitter and people notice it a decade later, does it just then happen? So yeah. is it like he had just tweeted these right now? That's how Disney took it. And the shitty thing is Disney obviously knew about these. Yeah. He had actually previously apologized for them like six years ago. Yeah, but no one cared Before he even then. worked for Disney. No so, one knew. So it's just like if these people wanted to put it out into the news so that Disney would be forced to do something. Um, kind of like Roseanne. They thought like, oh, well, they did it for Roseanne. They acted pretty quickly. That was, yeah, that was also a brand new story she yeah. tweeted, and then six hours later she's fired. Yeah, so I think Disney just got – they jumped the gun. And that was also sincere on some level. 
this guy was just trying to be weird. Yeah, they're edgy jokes. His, his jokes not... are they're stupid as shit. But I just like I didn't even like his movies like Slither. That was a dumb movie. I thought. But I, why I don't we rem- but, remember? But yeah. Uh, but someone was laughing at it. I mean, he was famous, so people aren't thinking, "Oh, this guy's what the fuck." It was his humor. I just think we'd love to be outraged, and we always demand. You know, everyone loves a, fi- a fiery pitchfork mob. Yeah, it just I think it, it does mean something when Chris Pratt, Zoe Saldana, and Bradley Cooper all sign a thing saying like, "You fucked up, Disney." Like that, they have to, they have to take that to heart now, even though they're not going to do anything that they did. I think some of the people there know, like, okay, we can't let this kind of stuff happen again. It'll be be interesting to see what who's going to direct that third one now. Oh, who knows? They and who knows? Because he was also the writer too; he wasn't just the director. And I believe he even well, is it already written or no? He was in process of writing. Oh. So if they keep anything he's done, he has to be credited. So then he's still attached to the movie, and the people can complain that Disney's supporting child molesters. So. There's a chance they'd have to scrap everything you know what, they've fuck done. Fuck those people. They're going to complain yeah. either way. No, that that's the lesson I think Disney doesn't learn is just like, okay, we don't care. Disney's the biggest company on the planet short of Apple. Yeah. Tell those pieces of shit to fuck off. Like they're going to be mad yeah, regardless. The other, the other side of it is Disney can totally like write off the Guardians of the Galaxy franchise and be totally fine. Well, they just made it a ride at California Adventure. It's yeah. quite fun. Oh, fact. they should Did he write any material for that ride? They should I'm sure the ride. He, I'm sure he did. <laughs> So I, that little coon is going along on the TV is all the way. Yeah. He breaks in on the ride with you. He's talking. Oh They're God. all on it. In so fact. by you riding that, you support child rape. You know that? No. I'm. I think I'm just gonna have to leave the podcast now. Yeah. I'm gonna make a statement. See. I still watch spacey yeah. movies. Not all of them. Yeah, not all of them. Some of them aren't worth watching. I like uh, Baby Driver's been on on Showtime, yeah. so they support it. Um, it was good. Yeah, you can't scrub them from the movies like they did that I really, one. I really like John Hamm in that. Yeah, he's... And his girlfriend, is his wife, she is ridiculous. Yeah. B- baby guy, I, I don't like his I think he's baby. supposed to be weird, yeah. But yeah. his name is Baby. I do like that they make fun of kids. Like, all these kids have ADD, and they have to constantly be doing something stupid, like listening to music while he's driving. It's very dangerous. Yeah. In the headphone, at least. But back to... Was that all for Mr. Gunn? Yeah, I think that's uh, that's that's the story there. I think a lot of people are familiar right. with it. All right. Well, in recap world, there is a new show out. Well, and by new, I mean it's three episodes deep. Sasha Baron Cohen is multiple characters, like we know him from the Ali G show, the way he should be, honestly. Who is America? I'm not asking you guys. I'm telling you that's the name of the show. It's on Showtime talked about that place now twice on this episode yeah um i've been watching it love it you came over and you you got you got caught up yes three episodes in now he just makes people dumb americans politicians who are also dumb americans look like idiots on both sides of the aisle it's pretty damn good some of it's a little out there um but it's very good and uh he ruined a town not that there was much to ruin yeah, I mean, who really knows? Yeah, there wasn't much there, but who knows, like, what the long-term implications. I like really any of this stuff will be. Um, no, not at all. That one, so one, one of the segments was that uh, a state senator, which is like, who the fuck cares about a state senator? That's like a part-time job. It's very meaningless. But he uh, he yelled the N-word, and he took, like, his pants off and rubbed him on, rubbed his ass on Sasha Baron Cohen. No, he tried to. Cause, oh, yeah, because that would make him gay and that's like a self-defense technique so that guy had to resign yeah 
Um, the thing with the gun thing was crazy, where some like guns gun guy was trying to advertise guns to kids, and it was like you incredible. But it's like head, shoulders, not the toes, not the <laughs> yeah. toes. So it's like I, I don't know. I don't know what the impact's gonna be, but it's fun to watch, and I feel like the less we care about that stuff, just the more like we just want to see something fun because. Yeah. So I have been reading about the show. And I had read that the third episode was the weakest, and we watched it, and I feel I it had it was strong. I thought it had the strongest segment so far. The problem is that it didn't involve any politicians being yeah. taken down or anything. I mean, one of those guys isn't going to get fired from being if, a truck they driver. Have a job. Like, so the thing is, the thing, especially with, with the, uh, the talk about the town one where they had a town meeting where some of the townspeople kind of revealed their uh, racism. One guy even just flat out said, like, I am racist. Um they came there probably during the middle of the day. Like, they might not have had jobs anyways. And so I think some in this segment that we will talk about, I feel like that might be the case too. Who knows that if these people are employed and will lose a job from this? I don't think so. I mean, one of them looked like he was just like a racist grandfather, yeah, probably an umpire retired. or something. Uh, do you want to explain the uh, the prank? So, yeah, the and this is my least favorite of the characters I think the where he's like the Israeli it's, fighter it's definitely the most he's used I think he looks like he was in a car crash and he's I don't know had the something make his face look huge um, but he brings in three weird old men and they are all very racist and they're trying to uh, trap illegal Mexicans this is in I think it, it was in Southern California it was here California. yes it was Southern California um and so they quickly come up with ra- very racist things, and they're going to do a quinceanera because Mex- uh, like Mexican men go there looking for <laughs> underage women just, who are now ready. The, the premise was great that they'd all just accepted it, that like, oh, yeah, of course illegal Mexicans just crash quinceaneras so that they can fuel up the 15-year-old girls. <laughs> and, uh, like... and we don't want to give too much away, but they set a trap. One of the guys dresses up as a woman. They all have weird things on that they're wearing, and there's – Drugs and weird stuff there, and they even do the sign at this place, and that triggers someone to call the cops, and they show up, and they're like, "What the hell's going on here?" And I mean, fake or not, it was fucking yeah. funny. Um, that's all we can. I don't want to give too much of it away, but just you should check it out. Yeah. So um, one of my favorite shows is Nathan for You. It's a uh, Nathan Fielder is the the star of Nathan for You, and it's similar in that it's like him doing pranks but with like a straight face and tricking regular people into doing kind of weird things uh he's a writer and director on this show and you could totally tell with this yeah this seemed like something you do just the thing of like you just if you say something normally enough like a ridiculous suggestion people will go for it Mm -hmm. where i'm not going to say exactly what it is but when Sasha Baron Cohen character said like and do this thing that was just totally insane they're like okay they didn't even question it yeah it's like people are just if you don't make it seem weird you just act normal they'll feel it's normal too and it's just for instance one that comes to mind uh her name I think is Corinne she was on The Bachelor this is episode two yes uh she goes and it's for uh uh what was the disease it was in Africa was it Ebola Uh, it was an Ebola it started with Ebola yeah and then it goes into Child Soldiers, and he does a foundation. This is, a, I think, an Italian model or producer yeah, she photographer to do something for charity here, so she had good intentions. He and... runs a charity, and he asks her to do a little quick video. And uh, the whole thing, she's just reading off a teleprompter, obviously, and that's fine. 
because uh, it's not her. She's not thinking of this shit. But one of the lines is, uh, it's like 18 bucks a day to give uh, your child a soldier, you know, all the gear he needs, uh, like a grenade launcher, so he doesn't have to get too close <laughs> to refugee camps to, th- to throw it. And uh, she's like, when you, you, uh, th- uh, when you launch a grenade, you launch a dream. <laughs> ridiculous and she's reading it with a straight face like obviously her publicist didn't come with her because that person would have half a, yeah. a brain se- uh, stem to rub together with I, I, ridiculous check it out if you haven't already I mean if, if you like Borat which I think everyone really did uh, or Dalagy or if you haven't even heard of Dalagy go back and watch it because that show is still probably pretty awesome uh, but check out Who is America so the show poses the question Who is America and I don't know if we found out if it's anything to do with politics, if it matters. I think what America is is we'll do shit on TV. Oh, yeah. That's basically the uh, the lesson to be learned from the show. And by the way, so he's filmed a couple of times then in Southern California. Uh, the first one when he goes to the uh, art gallery in Laguna Beach. Yeah. Uh, I saw somewhere or someone told me that she is selling that feces painting or picture oh, wow. that he gave her for like a hundred grand or a million bucks or <laughs> something. She got to keep it. Something stupid. Uh, and well, maybe nice. I'm wrong, but that I'm pretty sure I read or heard that somewhere. Um, Sasha Baron Cohen. This is back at what he, he's good at. Don't be, what is that? The brother brothers Grimsby. Yeah. I mean, no one watched it. Everyone said it sucked. Be this. This is what you're good at. Um, he can keep this straight face. He can he can go with the, something. Yeah. Is he upset that he's on far. Showtime? Because at least Ali G was on HBO. Yeah, I wonder why HBO was higher tier. Maybe Showtime gave more money. Maybe. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. Maybe it just wasn't in HBO's box at this point of their office. Anyway, let's move on. We did some spoilers about Mr. Les Moonves and Mr. Chris Hardwick. Let's. Uh, yeah, let's we got in. we got the Me Too story of the week here. Uh, Chris Hardwick's story was actually a little while ago. I don't even know if we ever talked about it. I think we brought it up um, briefly. But uh, he he was accused not by name, but people because the person who accused put her name on it, and everyone knew like oh they were together. Um, basically, of psychological abuse during in a relationship, um, nothing physical, but it was kind of some really weird stuff. And uh, if you know anything about Chris Hardwick, he has like fourteen jobs. I think he's on every single network in some capacity. I think he just doesn't turn down work. He's one of those those guys who I think can't like. When you when you hear about his personal life here, that he probably is someone who just he's not a good person outside of work and needs to keep working to stay sane or something. That I, I don't know, just, but he is. He's on like every he hosts every game show. Yeah, um, so he was not let go, but placed on leave, I believe, for most of these shows, like pending investigation, and in the end. He's now getting all of his jobs back, and I don't know if I could say that's the wrong decision because there was nothing necessarily criminal about what he did. Um, There's also never he was never actually named in it, so I don't know what this. I don't know what people are gonna think. Is this a, a loss for the movement? Does it does it matter? Is hopefully Chris Hardwick has learned. I know he's he's been out of this relationship for years now, and I think he's been he's been married to someone else for while and there hasn't been any issues so you say maybe maybe he's he's better and we, we should allow people to get better but just yeah. uh i'm i'm surprised there isn't more of a freak out i guess this news is just kind of slowly trickling in over well the i think i days. said it on the po- the pod where we talked about this i'm pretty sure he's like five foot two and he weighs like yeah. 99 pounds so 
I don't think he's, you know, like the assistant coach, Zach Douchebag, beating girls up. and Yeah, it wasn't, I think it wasn't like, physical, but that doesn't mean it, it wasn't good. You know? Oh, absolutely. So. But uh, I just, I don't, or was it, was he psychological shit? Yeah, he was like, uh, you can't go out. Oh, what are you doing with that? Oh, you're talking to a guy. You can't talk to other guys. You're with me and you have to always be with me and check in with me and that kind of like controlling shit. So that just sounds yeah. like a restraining order. It doesn't sound like he yeah. should. He's a talk show guy. I but, know. I mean, he's selling himself as this great personality. That's, like, it's what he puts forward. And was that tarnished at all? And I don't know. I guess I, I know. guess we'll have to see. He's not going to be punished by the networks, but maybe the viewers will punish him. I punished him, but not for that. I punished him a long time ago. I stopped listening to the Nerdist podcast solely on the fact that he talks by himself. He might have a guest, but he has, like, a producer or someone way in the background and they laugh so goddamn loud at everything he says because it's his boss. It just picks up on his mic every fucking five seconds. And I was like, I'm done. I can't handle this. I would even, I tried to just, every time he was talking, I would just turn the volume down. And just, eventually, that's why yeah, I that's left. That's not worth it. It was so annoying. Don't tell me when to laugh. That's all I needed to say. Yeah. But uh, the, the next uh, Me Too story here is. Uh, Les Moonves. Les Moonves. He's not on TV, but he is TV. He runs TV. He is the head of CBS, and he's probably the most successful TV executive ever. The only reason I knew his name is because he was brought up several times in one season of Entourage. Yeah, he's he is. I just a, had non-alcoholic drinks with Les Moonves. He's a big deal. He's been there for a long time, and I mean CBS is every year it's the most watched network. That's actually their tagline. That's kind of so, crazy to me. They're so cocky about it. And they, he just understands what gets people to watch TV with stuff like Big Bang Theory and Two and a Half Men, NCIS. He shows that, like, I have no interest in. Yeah. But America does. Yeah. Well, America's so, stupid. And he's not necessarily had a reputation for being, like, crazy or controlling or anything. Just like, oh, this guy's he's a good businessman. He's probably not perfect like most uh, successful businessmen. But uh, and he he was even like uh, uh, outspoken in support of the movement here, but uh, now he's found himself uh, hit with some allegations. Uh, big story in the New Yorker by uh, Ronan Farrow, who's been doing all the work on this shit. He's he's just I think he's got like a list of like a thousand people, and he's just he's turning out these stories. Yeah, vendetta with all of them. That's um, a badass name, by the way, Ronan. Yeah, he's he's technically Woody Allen's son, but. He hates Woody Allen. We're all technically Woody <laughs> Allen's son. It's it's a really weird story where he's probably actually Frank Sinatra's son, but wow. But he's I think legally Woody Allen's son. Obviously They're both there. <laughs> well, I mean, his mom was with both men at like the similar times. That's why. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> but he's not the subject of this. Um, but this, I think, there were six women who came out. But it's notable because one of the one of the people who. who has come forward is somewhat successful actress uh, Ileana Douglas. She was uh, she dated Scorsese for a long time and was in some of his movies in the '90s, including Goodfellas. Very good. Um, movie. Yeah, if you if you looked her up, you're like, oh yeah, I know. She's probably been in like a sitcom you've seen. Huge filmography if you go through it. Um, so this is just not like a random person. This is someone we know. Yeah, she's a real person. So and and I think it all stemmed from a 
sitcom she was supposed to be on that like he told her like how great she was and she's gonna have a, a home at cbs even if this project wasn't gonna work out and then something where he made some sort of advance on her and she rejected him and then it turned out oh we're not going forward with this project and we have nothing for you anymore and like that kind of um, stuff Ileana douglas i'm pretty positive is the sister of mrs ari on entourage i think so yeah. So how do you like that? Yeah. How random. It all comes back to Entourage. Everything. Hey, comes they back knew what to they Entourage. were talking about. They had the Harvey character that was the huge dick. Yeah. And yeah, we saw what happened there. Yeah. So, I mean, it was based on <laughs> real. Show alive. <laughs> it's based on uh, reality. Um, anymore. So uh, I think that the interesting with this story is that nothing's happened. He's not been placed on leave. Um, well, his wife has come to his defense. Yeah. Um, I did see or read that he has the button at his desk that locks the door. Oh, the, Cause the Matt one, Lauer? Because one of the ladies tried to leave, and I don't know if it closed and locked or was already closed and just locked, but he, I guess, allegedly hit a button under his yeah, desk. Yeah, that's supposed to be for security reasons, but, I mean, who, who knows? And, yeah, I get it's that. weird. So they might just install it in every executive's office. And I also believe I don't think any of these allegations are recent. Maybe there's some, like, nothing too serious. I mean, yeah, this Ileana Douglas, she's been in Hollywood for yeah, and I said th- this, decades. That, the thing she was referring to was in the 90s at some point. Oh, wow. So I think it was even before he was head of CBS, but he was already, like, high-ranking up there. Um, but, yeah, just interesting. Like, at some point, like, these things are old, and if it's not full-on rape, it's just we just don't – do anything like <laughs> I don't know like there's like oh there'll be an investigation but we saw with Chris Hardwick there was an investigation and there what are you going to turn out other than oh maybe something happened but we can't be certain well, there's just too many so, of these things yeah especially in Hollywood it's like, and, well and, no one no one's safe it's, wow Andy <laughs> ominous Andy you, that was it, pretty late well, in the pod no, I, th- I think I think that is the uh, lesson is that people now feel like they should come out and say things with her. I mean, it's been 20 years and she probably thought, Oh, this is nothing. This is just how the town works. And now it's like, Hey, maybe someone should know about this. Yeah. You know, it was funny on glow this last season. Uh, yeah. They had a storyline producer like of like PBS were equivalent or whatever, like a yeah. l- low company uh, on the totem pole of networks tries to you know zip and she hits the bricks. And, she tells, the, show, and the show gets moved to 2 a.m. Show yeah. gets basically canceled. She confides in her friend who's also pissed off at her, who's also an executive producer, and she's pissed. It's a lose-lose. She said, oh, that's how the town works. You just got to – you don't have to put out, but you have to pretend you might. (laughs) Yeah. She said. Uh, And that was creepy with the other producer there who, like, left. He, like, did, like, the move, like, okay, get out of here. Well, he had left his his hands (laughs) in in the other room. (laughs) It's – What's his name on Uncle Jack? Uncle Jack. That's I saw right. uh, they're doing all these promos for the new season of Always Sunny. It's the thirteenth season. Amen. And they're so there's it's Sunny the thirteenth, like Friday the thirteenth. Oh. They're still doing all these spooky things. So they had one. Oh, Tony's gonna love it. It was um, well, he did. He was it yesterday? Yeah, we saw it. Um, one of them was someone riding a, on a a bike through the hallways, like The Shining, and then they get to it, and the two girls instead of the girls are uh, Mac and Charlie's mom. Yeah. <laughs> And then this other one was, like, I don't know why it's all side characters, but it was, like, Mac and Charlie's mom 
Uncle Jack, Max Mom, or Max Dad, and I think Artemis playing, yeah. doing a Ouija board. Was Artemis even in the last season? I don't know. I think they like doing that because they can expand their stories. I feel like they've, yeah. no, they. Yeah, I, I like, like when they bring in those. Characters. I do too. They they feel like they've run dry of their own little gang doing weird shit. Because I mean, they, they've done a lot. I want to get a good, gun. Yeah, I'm gonna thunder gun it over this on this bike. Like, did you just use it as a verb? I wanted to get a good shot of uh, Uncle Jack's hands there during the doing the Ouija board, but then oh. didn't linger on it. He probably was embarrassed. <laughs> it is funny that he's not a big character in there, but he's so typecast. Yeah. I don't know him in anything else, but he's typecast as shit as Uncle Jack. Yeah. Um, but that'll be exciting. But any uh, any more? I think that was it for that. Uh, Me Too's? Yeah. I mean, I'm sure that, that story's not done. Oh, no. Uh, I, I don't think so. I don't think it'll get, you know, to the level of, like, Harvey Weinstein or anything like that. No. Um, but uh, I saw it said he broke his silence, uh, I think, today. But it was to talk about uh, financial yeah, numbers. It wasn't anything on that. Um, but speaking of numbers, should we talk box office? Oh, yeah. There's still people going to movies. People still do these movies, even though I wish we could get Carter back. I don't I don't know if he's ever coming out of that theater. Movie Pass, just really quick. Have you heard about that? Yeah, they lost all of their money, and they wouldn't let people see Mission Impossible this week. So... On I think it was last Thursday, their whole they ran out of money. Their yeah. site was down for a number of hours. They had to borrow like five million bucks to stay afloat. Um, they're desperately trying to get their their stuff in gear, and it's crazy. All these people, like uh, a girl I know, she said she paid for the year, like however well, how, much it was, and she's like, I'm uh, kind of pissed. <laughs> it's yeah, like, be scary time, but well, it is a good just, idea. Just I don't. So I read what really sunk them was that they sold, like the founder sold a share of the company, and that new company totally mismanaged it. Because I do remember this coming out, and it came out and it was forty dollars. Yeah, yeah. And that makes sense. Because if you're like, oh, if and you could only see three movies a week. Okay, but still, if you're one of those people still who still a lot, if you see six movies a month, then forty dollars is a good deal. Yeah, but who does that? There were a lot of there people. Some people. I don't know. Other than but, Carter or a fourteen-year-old kid, well, that's what I, it, that's what it's for. So when this new company yeah, is like forty dollars hey, a month, can you afford that as a fourteen-year-old? You, you better no, have nice the, parents. Not a fourteen, but if you're already seeing six movies a month, that's sixty bucks at least, right? No, I'm just saying most kids wouldn't do that because of the cost. Yeah, but anyway. So I'm saying it, the forty dollars was probably too high, but the new people just said, "Fuck it, we'll get a bunch of people at ten dollars, and maybe we'll." They'll like the service so much we can raise it to twenty, and they had all these ideas. They'll well, extort from the theaters, and yeah, all of that. And plus, it's one of those things where it's a, just a ridiculous promo. Remember when Uber was brand new, and they're just, oh, here's a twenty dollar credit, here's a twenty dollar credit, yeah. because they wanted you to get into it, get addicted, tell your friends about it. You have those referral yeah, codes. That's what they're going for. So they wanted it to be cheap for a quick minute, so that they get as many people as they could, and then raise the rate a little bit each year or whatever, and just hopefully. Only a little bit of the fat every year would be lost, but it's one of those things where it's it's in the beta phase and it's already not working out. So it's like I don't think this yeah. is going to be around. But it did very force long. the hand of uh, AMC made their own movie pass. Mm -hmm. uh, Cinemark did some really stupid thing that not even a good deal. Like ten dollars a month, you get one movie for free and you get a discount on concessions. It's like no fuck that. Yeah, it's stupid. So, but but hopefully, if movie pass dies, something else will just steal the idea and do it better, more sustainable. Yeah, I uh, I like the idea, but I don't see movies enough. Yeah, 
I mean, and they don't stay around enough. That, yeah. Like, I, there are movies I'd see. It's like, I don't need to see them in the theater. But if I had a movie pass, maybe I would. Yeah. But, like, they're gone. But, anyway, enough on that. Uh, we need to get Carter back just so we could talk about that. Let's get into this uh, box office numbers. So, speaking of Mission Impossible Fallout, 97%. That is unbelievable for the sixth ep- uh, season or whatever the hell this movie is. $61 million. Not the best, but not bad. I think it was might have been their top opening. Oh, really? Oh, these aren't huge. Yeah, I, I, I don't remember seeing. They're any successful, mo- I, but they're not obviously not Star Wars Avengers I, level. I said this on the Lost Pod. I might as well say it again. I remember the first two as a kid, and they had those masks that were faces, and they had the voice changer yeah. and all that shit. And I was just wondering, it's like, did they keep that thing going? It seems like they didn't. Um, but I always remember that because I thought it was so weird. Like they would do that thing and pull off their face and it was a completely different bone structure. Nothing about them was even remotely similar to the person that they were wearing. Uh, that I don't know. It was weird. Uh, but anyway, second place, you got Mama Mia here. Andy goes again, 79%, 15 million bucks. Then you got the Equalizer at a 50%, 14 million. Hotel Transylvania, 12. Teen Titans Go, 10. Ant-Man, 8, 8.9. Jurassic World still in there at six. The first purge is still up there, hanging on for dear life at two point three million dollars to make the cut. I, I don't think I would go to see any of those. I wouldn't not watch Mission Impossible, but it'll be on HBO next year, so I'll just watch it there. Um, I don't know what the the hell the Equalizer is. It was a TV show in the '80s, basically about like a freelance like guy who beats people up. He freelances beating people up? Yeah, like okay. he, he was like a cab driver or something and would see like, oh, that person needs to help or something and then go and beat people up. And So then it's a movie premise of Denzel doing the same thing. So now so he's clearly building off uh, John Wick kind of shit. Like, oh, we just like seeing middle-aged dudes fighting. And stuff, yeah. So. Is he an Uber driver then, not a cab driver? I, I don't even know what the premise is. And this. Oh. I, I heard the first one is actually really enjoyable. This one, not so much. But I never watched it. Okay. Well, let's uh, let's move on and let's get into uh, what's coming out. A lot of shit. You ready I don't for even this? No, like August usually has like four really good releases, but they come out at weird times. So. Yeah, well, it's not coming out on August third. You've got Eighth Grade, ninety-eight percent. Yeah, this is an indie film though, so it's not yeah. like a big wide release. I I would see it in theaters just because I've heard such good things about it. Well, is this the one we were talking about where it's directed by and it's written Bo, by? Yeah, Bo Burnham, and he yeah 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 really got into the mind of eighth graders. He became and, an eighth yeah, grade girl. Um, heard it just it's really authentic. And it's like amazing that a guy in his twenties, late twenties, can yeah can do that, especially who was not a girl. That it's based about an eighth grade girl, not. Yep. So. But anyway, then you got Christopher Robin, who I don't know if this just came out or it's a Winnie the Pooh thing. Yeah, no, I'm saying the score it wasn't there, and I just hit refresh, and now it is huh? 61%. Mm. Uh, you may have heard it here first. <laughs> then you've got the Spy Who Dumped Me. Have you seen the trailers for this? This is Mila Kunis and, and uh, SNL Kate McKinnon. Yeah, 39%. I didn't look that. good. It does not look that she, good. Kate McKinnon's an incredible performer, and I'm sure she makes some really good moments in this movie, but it just didn't look like it was going to be I don't, all the way that good. I'm not sold on her. Well, I, still haven't, I haven't seen Ghostbusters, which I no did, one really liked. It sucked. So. It was so but, bad. Um, I think she, and in that kind of scenario, I think she's a good like side character. I don't think she's a leading lady. No, I don't think so. And the, she isn't in this, I think. She's, she's the 
I don't know, starring she's the opposite, but yeah. I would. I think it's like she's the zany character while Mila Kunis is the normal person. Yeah, that's absolutely right. But nonetheless, it's still too close to the top. Okay. Um, but yeah, thirty nine percent. Then you got the Darkest Mind, sixteen percent, and Death of a Nation. If Death of a Nation is I, an homage, no, to, I think I think Death of a Nation is that uh, that uh, prison documentary guy. This is about oh, this um, is Dinesh D'Souza. Yeah, yeah, the guy that got pardoned. Yeah, he was yeah. in jail for just being Indian. Zero uh, percent. Again, this didn't load. I wonder if Tom- Rotten Tomatoes is just jacked up. This didn't have a score a minute ago either. Unless they're just coming out right now. Well, I guess it's 9 o'clock on a Thursday. They have to come out. Yeah. It's midnight back east. Someone's watched this already. Yeah. Well, I'm sure the whole Trump family's already watched it. And mm. He'll tweet about it. Great decision by me to let this guy out of prison. Yeah. I, I, also, no, he was not in prison. Because how was he making this fucking movie? He was pardoned, but he was already out of prison, I believe. Like, he was on, like, probation or something. I don't fucking know. Well, the thing is, that was a couple years ago now that yeah. he was actually, like, in jail. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm not going to see any of these movies. I don't know. The Spy Who Dumped Me will be on FX in 45 days. Yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> I don't need to see any of this in the theaters, uh, which is why Movie Pass isn't for me. There's got to be something else good coming out the rest of the year, though. I don't know. I guarantee it. The rest of the I mean, year? not the rest of the, rest of the summer, like oh. this month. Yeah, sorry. Obviously, there's going to be an Avengers coming out next week, probably. There's not. There's right. no coming soon. Oh, the Black Klansman, ninety six percent. Yeah, that's an interesting movie at least. What was this one? Oh, yeah, he's the undercover cop. Yeah, yeah and it's Denzel Washington's kid. Yeah. Yeah, this will be good. And uh, the the guy who can't talk, who's now the biggest actor on the planet, Adam Driver. Oh, the Meg. We got the Meg coming out, the Chinese movie with Jason Statham. Yeah, that looks so dumb, but I kind of want to watch it to be disappointed, just to see how big that shark is. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, two more. One more. <coughs> a, lot of, a lot of sneezing. That was a quick two alarm with a third followed after it. Guys, if you don't know by now, he doesn't sneeze often on the pod, but Andy only sneezes in typically three stages. You have the first couple, but I call those three alarm. And then every now and then. There's just a, a fluke where it's a four alarm and even up to five. And I would have you gone as high as like six or seven ever? I think so. Probably. Uh, so if you're ever there and you see off-road Andy having a sneeze, there's going to be more. Run for cover. Count him down. Just let him know where he's at. Um, but where we're at right now, let's move on to well, what we've been watching. I want to say I did look through the August schedule. There oh, is wow. nothing that I really want to see. There's this Mark Wahlberg movie that I'm pretty sure Mark Wahlberg wrote. Because it's just like, oh, I'm a secret cop. Oh, that movie looked like the biggest piece of shit. I think we saw the trailer when we watched uh, uh, Jurassic World. Uh, What is it called? I already went past it. I'm going to look it up. Mile 22, is this it? Yeah. um, This looks so stupid. Oh, and that's a featured movie on here. Yeah, I'm sure. Because America is stupid. Oh, it's 96% want to see it. Yeah, it's got Wahlberg doing cop shit against terrorists. That's going to... See, people will see it. Hold on. It's Pete Berg, though. I know. I just... Hmm. That's hmm. upsetting. Ronda Rousey. I don't like that. Wow, and that John Malkovich. Wow. That could be interesting. And Lauren Cohen. Yeah. I think I know her. It's I the Walking Dead girl. Yeah, yeah. She has a great mouth. <laughs> I don't mean that sexually or anything. Yeah. It's, just, it's a good mouth. It's a good smile. Well-shaped. Uh, Mick Jagger has a good mouth. Well, I wouldn't say that, actually. He has a huge mouth. But 
yeah, she that's what she's her that's her trait. But let's move on. What are we what are we watching? What haven't been watching? Yeah, well we we talked Glow. We did we both finished it. We talked about it last week, but that was a lost episode. That was last week, so, yeah. So uh You've yeah, watched it weird, since. Weird weird finale. Um I don't know what they're going with it. I don't even know if it's got confirmed for season three. I would think so though. Um uh, but I also finished another Netflix uh, program, Arrested Development. I'm excited to see the second half of the season whenever that comes out. Um, they, I mean, when Rest of Development is on on its game, like at the top, it, it's it's can't be beat. And there's just some, there were some really great ties in this short season, so I'm happy that they they keep doing it. If they keep doing it like once every five years, I'm fine with that. Yeah, um, I mean, Michael Sarah will play the same age. Yeah. Pick up where you left off with him. And then the the other thing I watched, I watched uh, Ant Man and the Wasp. Finally, uh, how was that? It's so fun. I really, I really enjoy Ant Man. I think it's lower stakes. I like going back after like after you see the Avengers, where it's like the fucking world's ending, to like just this lesser stuff. Um, takes place in San Francisco. It's always fun to see San Francisco in movies. You got car chases going on the hills and stuff like that. They really they use the uh, I'm blanking on the street. The Kirby Street. You know the name of that? Um, I do. I know. I'm blanking on it, too. But, I but they had a, a pretty good a little moment with that. Lombard Street. Yeah. Um, I just love that the powers in that. The, the shrinking is great. There was a thing where they threw a Pez dispenser and then threw a thing that makes it big out. So then the Pez dispenser hits a car. And it's like, ah, that's – I know it's – Stupid, but so, it puts a smile on my face. Does it stay big, or yes. do, it does forever? Until they shrink it back down. Okay, so it's not just a timed thing. They have to do it again. Yeah. Okay. And what gives them this power to become minute? Michael Douglas was a scientist who created. Who that found is the Michael secret. Douglas. He found. Did the they make him too. young looking? In parts, they they have flashbacks where it's like, oh, okay. we digitally age him back. i so in the comics, he's the original Ant Man. Michael Douglas? Yeah, that okay. character, uh, that original scientist. And, and in this movie, he is, too. That, like, oh, he actually, while we didn't know, he was fighting crime in the 70s. Mm, as an idiot. But now he's old, and he had to find Paul Rudd to take on the suit. Because I f- was flipping channels on Sunday, and I caught six minutes of the Ant-Man 1. Yeah. Six minutes I'd never seen before. And Michael Douglas was in it, but I was like, is that just some guy that looks like him who's is from, it, like, Spain or something? The opening scene is him, like... In the 80s, and it's like de aged and it's weird looking. Okay. Those, those digitally thing, digital yeah, de aging like stuff. Like, uh, neat. Jeff Bridges and Tron. Do you remember that one? The Tron sequel? Never had, saw Tron. Oh. They Never. had, because they had Jeff Bridges was stuck in the Tron thing, so he aged, but then there's also the simulation based on him that had to be, look, identical to 80s Jeff Bridges. But he doesn't weird. believe in the whole brevity thing. Yeah exactly right so hmm anything else you're watching uh, that, that was you, okay i don't know what i watched i don't know if i wa- I watched a little bit of sharp objects i'm caught up on it i do want to watch that i think i'm gonna um, wait for it all to come out you that's your move yeah it's it's good um i'd say it's more f- for women but like for instance uh pretty little lies big little lies was Similar, like it was for women, but that was also, I don't know, it had my attention. It's like, oh my god, like what the hell are these crazy people gonna do next? This one doesn't have that yet. I don't know if it will, 
um, the acting is good. Amy Adams is good. It's got the guy from um, – he's a cop in another – no, he's not a cop. He's the finance, uh, financial guy in the newsroom. Uh, Chris Messina? He's a detective in it. And uh, it also has the mom from Sabrina the Teenage Witch. And she is a bitch in this one. Um, I don't know. It's good. It's more artful, right? Exactly. It's it's, it's not great. It has uh, Miguel Sandoval. And the whole time I'm wondering, is that the guy who is in Seinfeld? And it is. He looks so different in this show. Like, he looks... What, Koozie in Seinfeld? He's in Seinfeld. Uh, isn't he the? Hmm. Uh, he he gets the the check that does that bounces. I was gonna say he was the guy who runs a little store. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he in this he's like the editor in chief guy, and he is like white. I don't know. Like he t- doesn't look like himself, but he has that beard and he has those eyes that he's got, and uh, those eyes that he's got. If that, you get that. Um, I don't know. Like, even look at this. This isn't a more recent photo. Does that doesn't he look pale in comparison yeah. to like '90s him? He's uh, we're looking at a photo of him currently. He's uh not in the uh, sun as much. Um, is that guy also in Jurassic Park? Oh, he totally is. In the very beginning. Are you talking about the original Jurassic Park? Yeah. Uh, I mean, let's go to it just to confirm. But I'm pretty sure. Because I is. just watched Jurassic Park last week in 4K. He's like the minor in the beginning. Yeah, yeah, he totally is. Um, shit, what year was dressed? Yeah, there he is. Yeah, he's uh, Rostango. There you go. He's in so much shit. Yeah. 160 things he's Ooh, been in. His birthday actor. is close to my birthday. Well, how about that? Uh, he's in Get Shorty. Yeah. Scorpion Spring. I love this guy. He's in Blow, too, I believe, right? Yeah, he's in Blow. He totally is. Um, he's a good actor. And so, yeah, I. I don't know. If you like that kind of shit and you like Amy Adams, check out Sharp Objects. That's really all I've been watching. I haven't been watching much lately. All right. Well, shall we conclude episode 70? Yeah, I think it's a good episode. We had two episodes in one. Yeah, we, go, that's the last episode. No, 69 is just that one. And again, we apologize for that one. But make sure you subscribe, hit that share button, uh, and just tell your friends about us and help us out. We really enjoy it. As always, I am Sean. Joined with me, we've got... Me. Off-Road Andy. Yes. And uh, thank you for listening to the Tony's Take Podcast. Say bye, Andy. Bye.